Today's podcast is brought to you by Something Blue by Anita Kay, specializing in wedding and event photography. Visit her page on Facebook. For those in love, capture those memories with Something Blue by Anita Kay. We can't give them this much power in the cartoon world. A podcast, and I was told that if I did your podcast that I would, you know, advance to the next level. And we're podcasting and photographizing in front of the great... The worst gigs of their life are, are because of Mark Bullos. <laughs> Anyone want a husband? Free free to a home. Now it doesn't even have to be a good home. Just free to a home. Ladies and gentlemen, Andre the Giant would like to do his impression of Willie Nelson. Suck yourself dry! Oh, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, now we're talking Mark Bullos. Hello. Be at Sundance tomorrow night. Yeah, I like Sundance. I used to go play Sundance all the time. Sounds fancy. I wonder. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Last time I talked to you, you were ripping me to shreds. Oh, get out of here. It was horrible. <laughs> you were brutalizing me at a roast. I am literally the worst comic to be at a roast. I'm so non-confrontational. Uh, you know. I think oh, my big my yeah. big get joke was. Uh, Tom's from Long Prairie, Minnesota. There's three famous people from there. A war vet, Jody Hoosentrut, and you. That's <laughs> right. Second place ain't bad. Second place ain't bad. That was it. And I was, was deeply hurt. Hit. He is very non-confrontational. I know he ran a joke past me. He goes, you think Tom would be mad if I came out and said, he's of average height. Average, <laughs> average height. <laughs> Boy, you're slamming him. And I found, I found some Catman audio, which oh, didn't man. go over well. <laughs> I loved it. Peak Entertainment presents a comedy show, Mark Poulos. Yeah. Well, on Fox, WGN America, Gotham Comedy Live in New York. It is tomorrow night. For tickets, you can call 612-548-4891. That's 612-548-4891. Or buy online at peakmn.com. Show tickets $15 in advance, $20 at the door. And John Russell will be opening for you. Yeah. And so come on down. But late. I'm just but glad to get out of the house. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah. You know, whatever. A three-year-old and a one-year-old. So anytime. A three-year-old and a one-year-old? <laughs> yeah. And sadly, the one-year-old has uh, some upper respiratory stuff right now. So Now we're talking. Yeah. Anyways, it's, uh, it's just good to be uh, doing comedy out there on the road when I can. You know, it just gets nuts around the house sometimes. But you know what? I'm jealous as hell because in three years when they're four and six and you get to take them to all the kids' movies and, man, (laughs) it's phenomenal. And I'm just, I'm a big kid myself, so I enjoy all that stuff. I do too. Yeah. It's one of the greatest periods of my life is taking Andy and Alex to those movies and out to dinner and they were all, let's go have pizza and go to a movie. (laughs) It's wonderful. I can't wait. Oh, it's, fu- it's fantastic. And the newer uh, cartoons that are coming out, they seem to sneak in, like, adult stuff into them. <laughs> you know, like, we were watching Sing the other day. I don't know if you've seen that cartoon. Sure, absolutely. And just out of nowhere, there's, like, three bunnies that are dancing, like, kind of whorish. Oh. <laughs> whorish bunnies. <laughs> and I'm like, what point does this have to do with the movie? <laughs> doesn't really have anything, and of course, uh, I wouldn't take him to Deadpool because the strap-on scene would oh. be, uh, <laughs> you know, probably not something to, you want the kids seeing, but the language is fine. Just Yes, the language is okay. The strap-on scene. 
But I'm not kidding you, man. I, I really, really miss those times taking the kids. Uh, there's a period about when, when they're, let's say, three and five till they're about, oh, I, I would guess 10 and 12. It's it's just fantastic. When do uh, they start telling you that they hate you and they don't want to be around you? That what was age? a couple of months. <laughs> yeah. What age yeah. Is that? They were a couple of months old. And, uh, <laughs> it was unbelievable. By the way, there's a good point. There's a good spot to that. It's it's also when you start paying for less of their stuff. Because <laughs> it's real hard to say, I hate you, but I need a new car. So. Yeah. Yeah, it, it works. quite gotten there yet. What okay, you, well... Well, the one-year-old likes to play with my wallet, so I'm like, "That's <laughs> great." Female, okay. yes. Yeah. You got two problems. girls. Yeah, they're oh, they're both girls. Yeah, oh, trying to sock away money right now. Good oh. luck. I'm burying it in the backyard. I got <laughs> some coming your way that you're just gonna love. Sitting in an auditorium in Monticello for 14 hours at a dance competition. Oh, oh. no. Oh yeah, you're gonna love that. Hey, <laughs> encourage them to be shut-ins. <laughs> Those what? dance competitions, man. You're there for 12 hours, and your daughter dances about every four hours. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That I, I do miss the days when they were five and six. Because oh, the greatest. And I'm sure John probably knows this, but the, they love every movie because yeah. they don't know enough. It's no. like every movie. Yeah. They, I love <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what did we movie. last weekend? Uh, Wimpy Kid Part 3. Worst <laughs> film oh. ever. He... He thought it was better than The Godfather. <laughs> Very good. Oh, that well, is... Godfather three. Take him to yeah. see Eraserhead this weekend. <laughs> Eraserhead. <laughs> but see, even at six, they go, "Oh, that's." I like that. Got and they probably hair. still looked at you as like a hero, right, Dave? At that age. At that age, yes, they did. <laughs> yeah. Honest to God, like they I said, fast. How tough is that? You go eat pizza and you go to a movie. It's phenomenal. I oh, know. I don't look forward to those late night talks on the backyard swing. <laughs> When they yeah. get to the late teens. Oh, <laughs> you know. Who broke up with you? Oh, no. I don't need this. Wait a second. Why do I hit... Somebody just put a picture up with John Lassman and his son and Wonder Woman. See? Every oh, movie. God, oh, you're they love disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. You are. You're disgusting. There's no question. You're having more fun than your kid is. <laughs> Superheroes. We'll yeah. post that photo. Well, there's plenty of stuff coming up your way. Like, you know, when my daughter first got a car, got her very first car. Yeah. She's in the the high school parking lot. A guy backs into her. She gets out of the car and says, oh, don't worry about it. My dad will pay for it. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, man. So you crush the uh, quarter panel and dad ends up paying for it. All right. That's I, uh, I had one of those... Where I was uh, driving and not paying attention over on uh, France and 50th. And oh, yeah. I looked up and the car in front of me was just stopped oh, right in the middle no. of the road. <laughs> and just like, just the car was gone. And my dad shows up. He's like, what happened? And I go, this guy was in my way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what happened. He was in my way. It's his fault. Good oh, God. Man. Well, we had one, too, where we, we bent the rim of his other car, me and my brother, and we were spraying silly strings out the windows oh. when he showed up. What happened? And we're like, I think there was a squirrel. <laughs> yes, a squirrel. It was a squirrel's fault. Does your three-year-old understand what you do? 
Uh, you know, unfortunately, my three-year-old has uh, autism, so she's kind of uh, slowly coming up the uh, developmental charts. But, right. Uh, she she definitely understands uh, like what she wants and what she does not want me to be doing. So ah. she's she's very demanding uh, when it's watermelon time and when she wants me out of her room. <laughs> It is, like, I'm her person, and, and my wife gets kind of, uh, you know, upset a little bit because we'll both come into her bedroom, and she'll go out of her way to shove my wife out of the room and well, shut the door. Well, <laughs> yeah, I will tell you this. As two points about that. I think we're all on the autism scale somewhere. Yeah. I don't think there's any question. Plus the fact there's a huge benefit. They can say, get the hell away from me, and nobody gets mad at <laughs> yeah, that's yes. true. <laughs> it's the greatest. Well, it is like like when we went through all the, you know, they, they were testing her and all that kind of stuff. All, all I really got out of it at the end was like, wow, I am somewhere on the autism spectrum. We are. Because yeah. it's like, are. I don't like making eye contact with people. Like, I don't yeah. like to be by myself, and I have weird clothes and food things. I'm like, I'm on there somewhere. Oh, you definitely got the halo. It's like, yeah. you, you don't come in this halo. There's a, there's like a, what these call those, hula hoops? <laughs> don't come inside the hula hoop. <laughs> no. Unless you're invited. Okay? And I, I feel bad, too, because she's three, uh, almost going to be four, but she wears, like, 70 clothes. <laughs> well. She has all of my physical attributes. I think it's wonderful. Yeah. She's a giant lady. Does she also get very excited about things? Uh, yeah. There's balloons, bubbles. Yes. Yeah. She's just, like, the happiest, smiliest kid ever, so it's uh, it's great. The one-year-old, she's just... I can't deal with her. <laughs> well, that's She's funny. such a diva. You only got 17 more years of her. Oh. Well, legally, you still have to take well, care of her. Well, it's like the, the three-year-old's like my wife, so we get along really well, and, and the one-year-old is exactly like me, oh, so we no. just butt heads right. all day. Oh, really? <laughs> Boy, I hate me. <laughs> I just It hate is tough me. to watch me grow up. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I don't want to see this. Do you talk about your family a lot on stage? Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of my stuff now. Uh, my new album just came out uh, in April called "Husband, Father, Idiot," and it's uh, it's just all about the new life. Because I, my wife got a job as a, a hospice nurse, and then I took kind of a break from the road for a little bit to be a stay-at-home dad. So it's a lot of material about dealing with a three-year-old and a one-year-old at home. <laughs> so it's. See, because I mean, the only time the only time that I've I've had the pleasure of seeing you is you were savaging me. So you know, <laughs> that was just that deal. But uh, I, just, no, I think most people are going to find that very interesting. Because uh, is there? Uh, I don't even know the answer to this, and maybe sure. between Mark and Dave, you would know the answer to this. Is there um, an average age, a mean age for a comedy audience now? Is there that one center age? Kind I got to tell you, on the road. Like, uh, at your average, like, American Legion or Sundance or right. wherever you're going to go, it seems like the, the the age is, like, 30 to 50. Yep, exactly. Like oh, it is 30 to 50. Yep. And Once in a while you see yeah. a young couple, but not that often. And it's, and it's funny to me because uh, Mike at Peak Entertainment, he does a ton of shows, and he uses a lot of Minneapolis guys, and he'll use the younger guys and the older guys, and he'll bring some of, like, the, you know, the younger guys from the House of Comedy and Acme to, like, you know, uh, Cold Springs or something like that. Yeah. And they're, like, trying to do their Acme college act. Oh, it, <laughs> it just doesn't. It doesn't fly. No. 
And then, of course, if they try to be funny at all, it doesn't work at the colleges. Yeah, and right. I, I just I started making that slow transition to cleaner comedy because a you know there's more money in it, and it's just the way it's just who I am now. You know, it's like yeah. Yeah, as a dad, I, I talk about family and stuff like that. I just and I, I've never been that that shock like comic that attack people can like. I was in Brookings, South Dakota one time, and this lady was heckling me horribly, and she had a weird hat on. And I said, lady, why don't you go home and knit yourself another hat? And she stood up and she went, I'm from Chicago. I got a gun. I will kill you. Whoa! (laughs) Other than that. (laughs) And some guy in the back of the room goes, you're in Brookings. We all have guns. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's another good point. That's funny. Hey, I got my back. Well, God, they do have your back. That's a good thing. Yeah. I uh, one of my favorite things. And I just talked about this a couple of days ago. Was seeing. <laughs> I was I was at a show, and uh, you could tell this couple had never. This was like their first date. Yeah. So why you would want to go see the pit bull of comedy? Oh no! <laughs> On your first date with a woman. <laughs> I and Bobby's a good friend of mine. He's yeah. a great guy. I think the world of me is a really, really good friend. For sure. But this woman, as it went on, you could just see her shoulders rising up as she got more and more angry. <laughs> and she charged out of the room and the guys found her. But wait <laughs> Oh, God, it was wonderful. That's what I like about comedy. People think it very... Look, it's a comedy show. You're supposed to be there to laugh. And even if you don't laugh, it's not that big a deal. People take it very seriously now. What is that? Well, years ago, I opened for Lisa Lampanelli. Yes. And they told me before I went on stage that I had to be super clean, like squeaky clean. And I was like... Is this the same Lisa Lampanelli that I've heard about? Yeah, well, and they go, well, she wants the shock factor. She, does, she doesn't want you to say right, yeah, language or, or topics that'll cross over to sure. her. She wants that shock. But I think it was also a piece that she was kind of trying to cut the legs off of the comic in front of her, thinking that yeah. you tell a comic he has to be clean, he's not going to be funny anymore. And unfortunately, I, I that's what I was kind of writing at the time. And so I had a really good set, and then she had kind of a tough time after me for like what? 20 minutes because her opening joke was like the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life. Right. right. And the whole crowd was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, I like Lisa, but I, I, I'm, I'm not big on that idea, you telling me what I should do on stage. Yeah. But it's tough. When you come up through the ranks, you just kind of, eh, you know, yeah, you got to do that. And then when I started headlining, um, there was a few times where I... There was certain comics in front of me doing like extremely, extremely vulgar stuff. Like people were walking out on, and I yeah, be like, that's hey. when you got to stop it. I go, hey, could you not do that joke? Yeah. And like, I had no clout whatsoever. Right, <laughs> they were right. like, he's gonna, gonna, he's do gonna do his thing. <laughs> yeah. Did you have to put up a lot, uh, a lot of that on the road, mortal? People being like just filthy, and then you had to come on. Uh very seldom. Weren't you uh, filthy, Dave? I could no, be filthy kidding. sometimes. <laughs> I don't uh, remember that at all. No, no. not really it filthy, filthy. Clean. But no, because by the time I got, by the time I got to like the Dakotas with with an opener, they'd already gotten burned so many times <laughs> well, yeah. with their horrible joke about black tar heroin that nobody got out there. <laughs> that they were now doing some different stuff. I like to pee with an audience. That's what uh, I like to do: is pee with an audience. <laughs> that was my audience. second album. Yeah, but- 
I like to be with an audience. <laughs> yeah, I what year is it? 78? Oh, oh, wow. That's close enough. Yeah. That's close enough. That'll work for me. Yeah. So have you worked with John Russell before? I have, yeah. So you don't really tell him what to do? No, no. He's, John, he's don't solid, do that. Yeah. Don't do that. He's just happy for any kind of work that he'll just oh, do what that's I say. Nice. No, that's oh, kind of you. Just kidding. Oh, oh. That's really kind of you. And now you know. a guy who doesn't work except for one day a year. <laughs> God. No. He is he's a solid guy. Very funny. Don't he's got a great don't. joke about uh it, taking his son hunting and he shot a deer, so he called his mom and he goes, uh he goes, Hey mom, Billy shot a deer on his birthday and his mom's like, How did you know it's the deer's birthday? Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Well, I guess the first shot took his party hat off. <laughs> I guess so. I, I imagine that's probably a joke. Uh, that would be a joke, me just saying, Andy went deer hunting. Yeah, that I can't see. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that's not. See, that's me too. Like, I've never hunted. We never had a, no, I didn't a cabin or, like, I grew up in Edina, and people just assumed that we were, like, filthy rich, but we were just, like, on that teeter point of, of being comfortable and right and whatever so all the kids were like we're going up to our cabins this weekend what are you doing and i'm like i don't know running through the sprinkler in the front yard <laughs> like we oh, have that'll nothing do <laughs> that'll do it we're gonna go to north minneapolis and just kind of stare around for a while <laughs> you know it's very entertaining actually it's Magnificent, but yeah, that's yeah. Kind of, is that tough to grow up in a in a wealthy area and you're not wealthy? God, that's got to be oh, really it was, odd. It was really difficult because sure. the kids would screech in in their BMWs, sure. and their Range Rovers, and I'm walking to school from like right. three blocks away, and uh, just they had everything that they could ever want. Like, and not to say that we were like poor or anything, right. you know. We went on vacations and and our house was nice and all that kind of stuff. But it's just like you know they had. Anything that they wanted yeah. at any moment. Right. So it was it was difficult to you know it was just the best of the best you know of the city and mm-hmm. and obviously I'm not that much of a looker. <laughs> oh, I, I, I grew up, I I grew up heavy that. set. And I was overweight. <laughs> nobody Didn't ever pointed that sports. out. I bet. <laughs> oh no, yeah. No, nobody ever point that one. Here he comes. I do remember my daughter going for one year, went to a school. No need to mention the school, but a lot of very wealthy kids went there. Mm-hmm. It was a like a private school type of thing. And why she wanted to go there anyway, I'll never understand. But apparently there was this one kid whose father was the chairman of the board of a large Minnesota corporation mm. that sells worldwide products, right? Mm-hmm. So he was the son. And apparently he... Uh, Right in front of the entire school, bitched at the principal <laughs> that they didn't have an elevator to go from the first to the second floor like oh. they did at home. <laughs> like oh, they did boy. at home? Like they did at home. Yeah. Get out of here. We have an elevator at our house to go for it. Look, if you have an elevator, good for you. I'm not bitching about that. But let's not bring it up at school, shall we? <laughs> you know, and I only mention this just to make you guys feel better, mm. because there is a... I grew up, and there was, and I'm not going to mention who it was, but there was some people that had money, yeah, and they were very snooty. Oh, the daughters no. were very snooty. Hard to believe. And then just as I was getting uh, out of high school, Dad went to federal prison for seven years. Oh. So it's like, well, you know what? My dad's at home. <laughs> yeah. He's a fireman, not a millionaire, yeah. but he's at home tonight. Oh, boy. Yeah. Was, was, there, was there father... Uh, was he in the investment business? Yes, he was. He was in some real estate. 
hard to believe. Just really? Follow the little rules. Filthy pig investment. Yep. Here's a combination you don't want to get involved in. In any kind of investment business with a former politician. Yeah. You don't want to get involved there. But uh, uh, you know who was at home that night over with the roof over his head? My dad. <laughs> That's right. Are you there sure you these have. investments are solid? Just, just sign. Just sign. Just sign. You'll be fine. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> good God, John Russell opening for Mark Poulos comedy show is at Sundance. Which, I, as I said, I love Sundance. They're very nice people out there. For tickets, call six one two five four eight four eight nine one or buy online at peakmn.com. Peak Entertainment presents a comedy show with Mark Poulos. Mark, always a pleasure, sir. Tommy, it's always a pleasure to be on here. You sorry, I t- sorry, I hit you so hard at the roast. I'm still damaged to this. <laughs> yeah, you can't get over it. I I laughed at how many comics pulled out because they're just. They were just terrified. Why would they think that I'd get mad at them at a roast? Well, you know, you kind of are the you kind of are the big dog in Minneapolis. You make and break careers every day, Tommy. You're making it up as you go along. How many people have you pulled a knife on just this morning? (laughs) Uh, Well, only I'm here by myself. My wife is off gallivanting somewhere, so I don't know. Nobody so far. It'll the happen. FedEx guy. Yeah, the FedEx guy. <laughs> the hell do you want? Stop bringing my door. <laughs>